1: 2020, which means we just got done with back-to-back nights of Wrestle Kingdom for the first time ever. Uh, Wrestle Kingdom, traditionally on January 4th, of course, and now for the 14th edition nights, January 4th and January 5th, and and if you stayed up and the Imp and I talk about it both both in the last two mornings, really appreciate it. Jeff was not able to make it, though, to yesterday's mornings, so though he joined us on Saturday, because... Due to the technical issues the site had, he was one of those few here in the states that was not able to get back in. So I'm going to let him take it over for a few minutes while he just what he talks about his, his overall thoughts on Wrestle Kingdom Night Two.
0: It wasn't. It wasn't just the app though i couldn't get in on my laptop like my phone on the app on my phone on the internet on my phone i could not access the site so i don't know what happened i know they had server issues but for some reason i was locked out of it for well over an hour and at that point it didn't make me to even talk about it um, but i was able to watch it since and i i my overall thought was uh, what nine hours worth of tv uh the two nights watching both shows um i thought night two had a few surprises that i didn't expect um main one that came completely off field for me i thought for sure he was gonna put over juice and and um and uh and lean up for another program uh, njp what are your thoughts on that
1: yeah i thought it was crazy i thought it was you know that, that moxley survived and and he kept the title from Juice you know, I th- I really thought he was going to be they're putting over Juice getting Juice set up but, you know, for the future at <laughs> the same time though, you know Juice did not lose anything at all by losing to Moxley in the manner that he made. it was it was a tough knockout drag out match and and you know Mox had to to hit back-to-back finishers to beat him and then of course we you know we get a set up with uh, my boy my favorite guy ever uh Suzuki coming down to challenge Moxley
0: um, oh he's he's amazing. I, I can't wait to see those two just beat the hell out of each other. Now that I've had yeah, a couple it, days it, away from it, yeah, it though... That'll be,
1: that'll be great as long as, you know, Suzuki doesn't use a chair right in front of the referee and the referee says, oh, okay, that's fine, no problem.
0: Well, Moxley's been doing it pretty much in every one of his matches, so it's kind of the norm with NJPW now. Um, but after a couple of days back thinking about it, I kind of get why they didn't pull the trigger on Juice right there. They had a double champion. They wanted it to be the the double champions' night. Could the first ever double champion be the first ever double champion if um, Moxley or if uh, um, Juice had won that match?
1: Yeah, they've had they've had other double champions before. Have they? Sure. I mean, like you know the the, the six man tag titles had an intercontinental champion mixed in there, or an open weight champion mixed in there. Uh, Ishimori was, was the junior heavyweight champion and the six man champion before. Yeah,
0: that's, that's true. Yeah, I guess that does that is true. But I, all in all, I thought the night was phenomenal. Um, I, I especially, I I don't know that the Naito Okada match was as good as the Okada match. I thought the Ibushi Okada match was slightly better. I thought it was there was better pacing. You could tell these two were hurt, especially Naito. Um, cause they, they kind of slowed down a little more than I was expected, but the match itself was amazing. And I know so happy they let Naito that they pulled the trigger on Naito to make him the first ever dual champion and, um, of the top two belts and, uh, you know, really made, really made a point to put him over. Uh, I liked the, the ending when they, you know, he pretty much challenged Okada again, for another uh, Wrestle Kingdom main event, and uh, the only my only my only issue was with it. The ending of the show was the actual ending of a sh- of the show. Like, why is Kenta positioned now for a title shot after yeah. just because he, he just got beat down by uh, by Goto earlier the night, and he hasn't really had much of a much of an impact other than. Um, turning on on Shibata he had a decent G1 but he was what the fifth best person in the G1 he started out strong but then really tailed off towards the end it just didn't seem like he was it didn't seem like he was really poised as the best contender for the championship that I would have rather seen like Jay White come out and beat him down at the end of it especially if there yeah, was, the was going to be a Bullet Club lost. yeah he but it's
1: he got to work his way back up and you know that
0: but if there's going, going to be anybody from the uh, from Bullet Club that's going to attack him it should not have been uh, if anyone because like, at least Jay White had a story and he had claim to it and again too as much as I wanted Jay White to to win the belt having it on Naito was the best choice
1: it, it was, and and I think you know Kenta stepping up here just you know get, just gives Bullet Club another another heavy hitter. You know, I I think that you know you're such a big Jay White guy, you know, just like you worked with Matt team you you get to be kind of a homer with these guys, and you can't. Really I
0: do, I do, but I don't see where Kenta deserves that shot. That's what that's where I'm at. It, regardless of whether it was Jay White or anybody, I I don't see where Kenta deserves that shot next.
1: Well, because he took it. You know, I mean, that, that's, gonna, that's, that's really, like, part of, like, like part of it, he's, he's a heel. You know, he took what he wanted. Um, he doesn't necessarily deserve it, in the, you know, in the storylines, because of his overall record. And like you said, he just lost uh, Hiroyuki Goto. But he also didn't come to New Japan to sit on the sidelines. He came to be the star that he was in Pro Wrestling NOAH. And so for him to come out there and just, you know, take that, take that shot and go after Naito, you know, uh, basically, like jumping ahead of everybody else that "quote unquote" deserves that spot is in perfect is perfectly in character with his new Bullet Club persona.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I guess. Just don't like it. I <laughs> 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 really don't like it. Um, I, I thought the I the, <clears throat> the junior match, junior heavyweight match, I thought was great. I, I thought. Um, Mox and and Juice put on a hell of a show again. I the, My overall feelings was there were, There might have been too many title changes. It just seemed like every... Was there any title that stayed?
1: Unfortunately, yes, there was. Which one? Sonata did not get the British Army oh. Championship.
0: Yeah, but outside of that, every other title changed. And that's the uh, second year in the row that every title has changed on, at Wrestle Kingdom. It's starting to become almost too much
1: i don't think so i mean i mean I, I i think last year i felt i kind of felt that way but this year i don't simply because to me the, this you know they they kind of said everything right from <coughs> what they did at supercar at G uh, g1 supercar to me you know I, you know I, I felt like naito shouldn't have won their kind of title at dominion i felt like um You know, I felt like Okada shouldn't have won the title from Jay White at Supercard. I felt like the Girls of Destiny shouldn't have left there with the championships. You know, I felt like Osprey shouldn't have lost his title there. And so, like, for everything, you know, for for maybe too many titles changed hands, but maybe they just kind of righted the ship to the way, at least that I feel it should be right now.
0: The way that you, yeah, I I guess, and that does make sense. I mean, the, the belts, I can't complain about the people that hold the belts now. Because I don't think there's anybody on there that maybe shouldn't still hold the titles, so it—it's not my complaint. It's just it starts to get a little too much when it's every single belt changing hands, and when it's two years in a row. Now, next year at Wrestle Kingdom, I'm going in expecting all the title holders to lose.
1: And then if none of them do, then are you, then you'll be like, there weren't enough title changes.
0: No, that that'll <laughs> never come out of my mouth. <laughs> That one, That will never come out of my mouth, but i i, I don't know I, overall, I felt like the show was great I, I felt like especially I think night one might have been better than night two um, it, night two kind of drug on a little bit um where especially once you hit the white. Um, Kota Ibushi match because that it got to a point where it just how many times can you sell the oh he got his ass beat last night so he's not going to be in, in as good a shape and they started to do that in almost every single match
1: no <coughs> probably three matches he did that in every single match is a bit of a it's three or a
0: four card. well it, um, yeah there were matches on the other card yes you're correct <laughs>
1: No, I said, a, I said there was a lot of matches on the card. So I mean, it's not, So I mean, I they did it in almost every match. When they did it in three of the matches, a bit was of a it was it
0: three. It was still too much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be right about this. It was too much. Um, maybe someday you will,
1: but you're certainly not now. Um, I don't know. I, I, no, I personally and, and, go ahead.
0: I've been I've been reading all over everywhere too. Um, that people are putting that Okada Naito match up there as as you know one of the top definitely the second or uh, top two of of wrestle kingdom and i don't i don't agree with that i i felt like the pacing was too slow i felt like they they didn't have the kind of hard hitting back and forth that coda and okada had the night before uh i felt like they were trying to do that but they just didn't have the same kind of intensity that coda brought where we looked at the night before, and we said this on the Aftershock, that was a main event level pushing to the top of the, you know, right up into that four pillar position with Koda I didn't feel that same way with Naito Okada. It felt like they, you know, they were holding back at spots. It felt like they were just letting each other rest a little too much. Um, the timing, like I said, wasn't there. The the Destino spots, um, you know, towards the middle and the end was getting a little over overdone the fact that you know Okada kicked out of a Destino earlier on but then that last one put him away when it wasn't anything overly special and there was not too much of a real special lead in um to it I just I felt like it was a wasted moment there it had, it had some drawbacks I guess is what I'm going to say in my mind anyway
1: First of all no Okada did not kick out of a, a Destino.
0: Yeah, he did earlier on. No, he didn't. Oh, he, he, kicked, he kicked out did. of the running one. Yeah. yeah,
1: which is not a real destino. Nobody's. Nobody's actually ever kicked out of the destino.
0: Well, according to um, Kevin Kelly, he kicked out of the destino.
1: Well, Kevin Kelly says that all, wrong all the time. I we we had this debate the other night.
0: I know, but he still says he kicked out. So.
1: Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, I you, like you, the fact... What the
1: hell? are You're, you're like nitpicking everything to death
0: today. <laughs> I'm tired tonight. I think that's it. I didn't get a whole lot of sleep all weekend because someone had me up all night watching wrestling and then, you know. Um, I like Takahashi getting a win over Liger. I thought it was the right move. Um, I kind of want a Bullet Club to win that match. As big a homer as I've been for RP th- or RP3K for years... I really felt like um, Bullet Club should have won that match, although that was an incredible match between the two teams. I want to see that again. I definitely want to see those guys again. It's hard for me to say that um, ZSJ should have lost to Sonata as much as we both love Sonata. Um, But those are a great match as well. And then I really, it's weird because the same type of match with Moxley against Robinson, the first time they met, I hated it. This time I actually liked it. And then I, I really felt like Goto outperformed Kenta in the match. In that match, um, it was nice to see a different side of Jay White with Kota Ibushi, where he relied so much on Gato. I mean, yes, Gato's gotten in interfered before, interfered in matches before. He's caused distractions and so on. But has he ever gotten in that involved in a match like he did in this one against Kota?
1: Maybe not quite as bad, but but yeah, I mean he's definitely gotten gotten super involved in matches before.
0: Not to this point, not where he was in there with brass knuckles knocking people what out. Did
1: I just say I just agreed with you. Now you're now you're <laughs> disputing it again.
0: I just need to argue. God, <laughs> just let me argue.
1: Well, I'm gonna argue with you on this. There's okay. no way in the world the night one was better than night two. We talked we talked about how. Coming into you know, we talked about how night one felt like just a regular New Japan show because of those eight minutes at the beginning of it. Talk for a bit, and 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 absolutely, night two did not feel that way. Night two two felt like a Wrestle Kingdom show, whereas night one just felt like your standard New Japan fare. You know, there's no way that I could ever that I would ever agree with night one being better than night two. Um, Night two had. What I felt was an incredible professional wrestling match at Sonata versus ZSG. This is that, why I drink. It had that great. Um, He's still you still know, there? Yeah, I'm talking. Shane? Can you really not hear me? Alright, now I can. Jeez. Um,
0: I don't know what was going on there.
1: Probably your headset's been cantank- as cantankerous as you. Um, oh, likely. You know, night. Again, Night Two had that great British Heavyweight Championship match between ZSG and Sonad. It had the great U.S. title match between uh, Juice Robinson and John Moxley. It had it, it. It had Naito versus Okada, which I which I literally cannot believe you're saying was not as good as Okada versus Ibushi When you're always all about the story, and the story coming in was really this year long this year's long struggle of Naito. To not only overcome Okada, but to, overcome, to win the title on the big stage.
0: I'm not saying that the story wasn't great. I'm saying that the match itself was not. And when you look at the two on an island, and you just look at the matches. Well, we don't. I didn't. We
1: never do that. We always take into account the entire presentation. So why are you all of a sudden changing gears on it?
0: I'm, not change, I'm saying that the match itself was not as good as the Abushi okada match.
1: But we never talk about matches in that sense, is what I'm saying.
0: I mean, that's that's the only thing I'm saying is that if I'm going to put these matches out there and say this one or that one, I'm going to go with Okada Bushi. That's my personal opinion. I felt like the pacing was better. The storyline, yes, was not as good because this has been four years in the making for Naito. Uh, But ultimately, I felt like the Okada Bushi match was just a touch better.
1: Your personal opinion sucks. (laughs) because you're going against everything we've ever talked about
0: no not everything yes you are i'm not saying that it wasn't a great match i'm just saying i didn't think it was as good as okada Ibushi.
1: (laughs) i'm saying that if you take it take into account the entire presentation you can't possibly really believe that
0: well yeah because the ending sucked and that took it down a, a notch not the ending but the aftermath that for me took it down a notch the the fact that um you know, there was just as much of a there was a year long story with Abushi and Okada. So I mean, there, no, there's that.
1: Year. It was it was since um, G one.
0: It's been a year long story with Abushi though, since he declared he was staying there and and signed his career ending contract with them.
1: I don't even know who you are anymore.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this has been an Abushi story too, going on an entire year. I mean, yeah, granted the Naito up and down. But and I'm not I'm not mad that Naito won. I'm actually happy he won. I just I it, personally I felt like the the uh, Okada Ibushi match was better and, and Ibushi is, is Jeff, my
1: and that is not a Jeff opinion. That's why I don't understand what the hell, what the hell is going
0: Ibushi, on. Ibushi Ibushi is my fourth favorite person of the Pillars, and I still felt like he had a better the that match. I was more riveted during that match than I was during this one. All right. I bought. I bought into uh, Beast Mode by uh, Ibushi and and everything that they're back and forth and the fact that it, there was no let up. It was thirty four. It was thirty nine minutes of them just beating the hell out of each other. This one, I felt like there was, you know, thirty out of the thirty five minutes where there was a lot of resting and taking breaks.
1: Oh, I see. So so you're, you're now you're agreeing with with that guy that said on Twitter the other day that New Japan sucks because it's all rest holes and they tell actual stories in the ring.
0: That's <laughs> not what I said, you <laughs> ass. <laughs> wow. This is why we will never get a PG rating because you pissed me off too much. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and vice versa. <laughs> uh, I,
0: actually, I, I don't you know. I'm shocked
1: was... that, that you actually thought Naito versus Okada was, was not as good as Naito versus Ibushi. I mean, that's a the, a sto- story, the
0: story, line, the storyline, the storyline as a whole. The, when you take the whole arcing Naito narrative, going back four years to when he first came back from a uh, from his little jaunt in Mexico, yeah. and he first came back with Lij. And if you take that whole four year arc of Naito, yes, that was by far a better story. But the match itself doesn't necessarily make the story, or or vice oh, no, versa. But
1: I'm, say- I'm say- but I'm saying. So, in order for y- for you to have the opinion that you have, you're you're basically saying that there that um that Ibushi versus Okada is so much more is so much superior to Naito versus Okada that the story no, that's not what I said. Really matters.
0: That's not what I said. I I said no, if what you're I'm looking say- at
1: I'm, no. I'm saying in order to have that opinion, that you, that's what you would have to internalize.
0: Right, but that's not even close to what I'm saying. You I'm not be s-
1: saying it, but actions speak louder, dude.
0: <laughs> so, so if we took this four year arc of Naito, yeah, and compared it against the one year arc of Ibushi, yes, and we took okay, and we and Naito and Okada I, 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 I went out there. I
1: get, so, explain to me where you're getting this one year arc of Ibushi from?
0: It was Wrestle Kingdom last year when he uh, he lost to. Oh, uh, Osprey, and then a month later, came back and declared he was entering the or entering whatever I can't remember the New Japan Cup, and had signed this career ending contract. This story of them what building up bushi has been going story. on since then.
1: Okay, but what does that what does that do with the story with Okada?
0: Nothing, absolutely nothing. Okay. And Naito's story doesn't necessarily isn't necessarily between him and Okada either. Except Naito's. Naito's story is an arc of how can he or can't he? Is he going to be a pillar? Or is he not? And that's been going on for years. I mean, most of the year had nothing to do with him against Okada. In fact, there had nothing to do with him against Okada until this da- uh, double gold dash thing was announced. He has that's had when it.
1: Three matches at Tokyo Dome for the championship. Every time he's lost to Okada. So how can you say? How can you say it has nothing to do with Okada?
0: This. They, they, What?
1: (laughs) He has had three matches for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship at Wrestle Kingdom. Yes. All of them have been against Okada.
0: Three matches in four years. Five years.
1: Uh, Seven years, but who's counting?
0: Seven years. So three matches in seven years, that means his entire four-year arc had everything to do with Okada?
1: No, but his entire struggle to become the top guy in New Japan and to when the championship on the big stage was all about his, his storyline against Okada.
0: See, and I guess I never saw it that way. Never once. I looked at that more as a um, Okada just happened to be the guy I felt. I personally felt like had a Bushi one and this been Naito against Abushi, that I would have had the same type of feeling towards his story. His story was finally becoming the top dog in the company. And that's what he became. But uh, if if Naito and Okada had gone out there and laid a complete egg, which you knew they weren't going to because these are two of the most reliable workers in the company, if they'd gone out there and had a two-star match, would you say that it was better than uh, boot just because of the four-year storyline?
1: No, of course not, but that, that was my point. What, is, is that basically what I'm no, saying no, here. What, what I said was that you must... Ha- you must hold Ibushi Okada so much above Naito that the storyline really doesn't doesn't play into it for you.
0: No, I'm not saying that at all. I just personally enjoyed that Okada Ibushi match better. I thought that was a four and a half star match. I felt like this one between Naito and Okada was pushing four. I I didn't. I thought there was just too much not progress. I, it's hard to explain that. I I guess I don't know what I'm saying there, but I just, I didn't feel like this was a, you know, a four and a half, five star match on its own. When you factor in the story and Naito's success and everything, and then that crap with Kenta, I, I thought pulled it down even further. So then, but when you look at the entire story leading in, yeah, I'll give four and a half stars as a story, but as a match, this is a four star match for me where I felt like, uh, Ibushi Okada was four and a half pushing four and three quarters
1: where i where I will uh, you know where where I will uh, not even agree with you but just but just kind of be on your side a little bit here is that sir Sam actually said that this is possibly the greatest match of all time and I was like wait a minute it doesn't even touch any of the Omega Okada matches so right be yeah match
0: i I can take What the hell is my kid doing?
1: What were you saying?
0: He's cheering. I was going to say all three of Okada Omega matches were better than uh, Naito Okada. And I, like I said, personally, I felt like there were two matches on night one that were better than this one.
1: Well, see, I, I personally thought both the semi-mean and the mean from... Wrestle Kingdom Night Two were better than the main event from Wrestle Kingdom Night One. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, and that's fine. I mean, that's that's how wrestling goes. I just, I just, my my, I'm not trying to argue with you about which match was better. I was, just, I just didn't understand from your usual standpoint of of evaluating matches how you how you could have that opinion. That that's
0: the that's way all I was The way I evaluate matches is the storyline leading into and storyline leading out of can raise a star rating by half a star to a full star, depending on what it is. This was a four star match. It got knocked down because that Kenta stuff I just can't buy into. So for me, that knocked it down to like three, three and a quarter, you know, three and three quarters. And then you add, you know, portions of it back from the storyline. Then you got it up to a four and a half to five star storyline with the match culminating it. But that doesn't mean that the match itself was better than the four and a half star match that I saw the night before.
1: Yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying now. Definitely. I get what you're saying. Especially, especially in the Kenta stuff and the Kenta stuff dropped it down that, that much for you. You know, it didn't for me simply because, um, I felt like it's a great heel move to take away Naito's moment in that, in that situation.
0: Oh yeah. It's a great, you just and, think and, that and it, me,
1: and to me, just Kenta attacking him, after the match doesn't necessarily mean that Kent deserves a title match. It just it just means that he's going to get one because, um, you know, because is going to be so pissed off at what happened.
0: I just, I always have a hard time buying into the guy who gets his ass kicked earlier on in the night, all of a sudden becoming a top contender just because he sucker punches someone. Uh, that's always a story that I hate. I've hated it no matter what promotion is or wherever we've ever seen it. I, I can't stand if If Kenta had gone out and you know beat Goto, even if it was just by um, the skin of his teeth beat Goto, at least he comes in with a win on his record and holding the belt. Where now he comes in, he just got punked by Goto, who Goto, keep in mind, up until this last two months, has really been a joke, a running joke, especially amongst Bullet Club members wasn't didn't Jay white at the in the g one just completely embarrass him
1: uh in the g one
0: was it the g one there was there was one or am i thinking about Tai Chi i don't know no it was goto it was goto because he was talking down to him uh you know really played down the fact that he wasn't on his level and and so on and then just trounced him.
1: Oh, I thought you were saying Kenta. That's why I thought I got so confused there for a
0: second. And that, that wasn't that long ago. That was only, what, four months ago, maybe? Four or five months ago? That he was a joke, and now all of a sudden he comes in and soundly beats Kenta, and then Kenta uses that moment after getting beaten up by a joke to run and attack Naito. To me, that just... I, I hate that anyway when somebody loses, but to lose that badly was not... It made it even worse. So, I mean, if if Moxley had come in, if Jay White had come in, hell, if Jericho had come in, I would have bought into it more than I bought into Kenta because of the of the matches. Sure, I get that, to see, been a, that. That would have been a great heel spot for ZSJ. ZSJ yeah. has beaten and that, beaten was, and that
1: would have made sense if he hadn't if he hadn't um, defeated uh, defeated uh, Sonata to keep the, to keep his championship. Now, even right, if he I had, think, I think the idea was, is, you know, is they want somebody that isn't Okada, isn't white, and doesn't currently hold a championship.
0: Yeah, and that's a possibility. But it, it, to to me, the guy that would have been in a better position to do that to Naito would have been CSJ. He had feuds with Naito, he's beaten Naito. He's on the top of his game. He just beat a former LIJ guy, and he still held a champion. And Now, I, I get what you're saying where you, know, you, you want the championships all to be um, defended separately and everything. What I think is going to end up happening out of this is that with Naito's post-match speech where he was talking about defending both belts, basically, mm-hmm. he was going to carry both belts. I think what this is is a way to get the IC belt off of him and onto Kenta. I think, they're, I think their title shot is going to be for the IC title.
1: You know, I would much rather that Sonata take the title from, that title from him than Kenta does.
0: Oh, I would too, but they're not going to put two LIJ members against each other.
1: You don't know that.
0: Yeah, that's true. How is it the G1. But if, that, if, that, if that's the direction they're going, then it makes a little more sense. I just think that there were better heels on this card that fit that role that Kenta took in, in a better, you know, that were better positioned to do that.
1: Okay. Like who?
0: Well, I just said him ZSJ, Jay yeah, White, know, Chris Jericho. I, know, I mean,
1: like, like, ZSJ, like somebody who isn't a current champion is what I'm saying.
0: Um, well, we already discussed Jay White and you shot that down. Other than that, nobody. I mean, Jer- Jericho, ZSJ, and Jay White are three better heels that I thought were in better position to take that shot than Kenta.
1: Right, but... The problem with White is that he just had his sh- is that he just had his opportunity and he failed.
0: Right, exactly. And you, we, you know, we discussed that, and, and your thoughts on that make perfect sense. I'm just saying it from my eyes, out of the out of the heels that were on this card, that could take a shot. Even somebody from night one could have jumped in and done that. Well, actually, I don't know who in night one would have. because yeah, I mean, all the guys I, in night I one think, were in night really two Kenta as well.
1: Is, Kenta actually is the best position if you're looking at guys that are not champions. And that are not white or not, or not Ibushi.
0: And if you're looking at somebody to um, take the IC title off Naito's hands,
1: yeah, that too. I mean, I mean, who? You know, I mean, the, if you could you could look at evil maybe, but I mean, evil again is part of Bel, L.A.J. You know? Well, the,
0: I, yeah, and because he just won the you know right, won, he just the- won the championship. Won the championship earlier in the night, and he's part of Lij. I can't see him turning. Had he lost, that would have been a great spot for a heel turn by Evil. Break away from Lij, which they've been teasing for what over a year now.
1: Oh, you know who? has the fact have been, actually, <clears throat> who's that? Will Osprey.
0: That would have been amazing. Frost got hurt the night before. Did he get hurt? Yeah, I, I read him. somewhere. I read somewhere where he got a pretty pretty extensive injury. I should look it up and find out what it was. Oh, I just kind of read it in passing, so it wasn't like I studied it. But...
1: Yeah, I mean, I have no Kenta be, Kenta, I have no problem with Kenta being in that spot, and I, and I, and I think that, um, I mean, I, I see what you're saying, and, and yeah, I mean, it did ruin the moment a little bit, but I didn't think it, it was something that would have brought down the star rating of a match or anything.
0: Uh, it was just a heel injury. Oh, okay. He was just icing it. So yeah, Osprey would have been a good spot. Would have been a good place for that too. And and that would have been a nice way for him to get away from the faction that he really isn't a part of anyway, yeah. which is chaos. Yeah, it's
1: it's so weird. It, it's so weird to have him <coughs> in a faction. Whatsoever, you know. Yeah. Um.
0: I it, like I said. It, for me, it was it, the the main reason is I don't think the match as standalone was good enough and then it was as good as the night before i mean a good half star lower and then when you put in how i felt like the kenta then was misguided and misplaced which dropped it down quite a bit the story couldn't make up for couldn't make up for uh for where everything was at the end of the night
1: yeah i get where you're coming from now i just um i i still don't i still don't agree with you though about the fact that night, night 2 was better or night 1 was better than night
0: 2 night 2 um, i was saying i was saying did i you- did i say did i say night 2 was better than night 1 i thought i said that there the there were two matches on, from night 1 that i thought were better than anything on night 2
1: yeah you said night 1 was better than night
0: 2 okay yeah i misspoke that's not the case No, no, I, I wish I would have been able to watch night two live. I wish I would have been able to watch it all in one sitting like I did night one. I think it would have had a better impact. But no, there's no way that night one itself was better than night two. I thought there were two matches on night one, which were much better than anything on night. Well, not much better, but were better than anything on night two. But night two definitely was a much, much stronger card.
1: Because yeah, Night 2 actually felt like wrestle, like a Wrestle Kingdom to me, whereas Night 1, as we talked about on Saturday morning, just felt like a regular New Japan show to me.
0: Yeah, because every match on, on Night 2 was a title match, with the exception of you know, White versus Okada, or White versus Ibushi, I mean. I mean, yeah, say what you want about the Jericho-Tanahashi match not being for the title, but had Tanahashi won, he would have gotten a shot at the title, which essentially is the same thing.
1: Yeah, and actually, every match on the card, even even um, Ibushi White had big states to it. So
0: Right, exactly.
1: it was not the case on night one.
0: On night one, there was a handful of matches that mattered. Right. And, well, one, two, three, four, Yeah, you know, there were five matches on night one that mattered. There was, uh... Like
1: eight there were nine- two that mattered
0: nine matches if you count the um, it never open to begin the night on the pre-show. Because every match... Really,
1: we should. I, I, I haven't had a chance to watch that match yet, but yeah, I mean, definitely it mattered because it, it, the title changed hands.
0: Well, you and, know, and it was... Least, ti- you know? And, you know, it, it was for the title regardless if it changed hands or not. It was the same crap we see every single year, but it was, it was still a title match. And you can't, you can't say anything less about Liger Takahashi and for Liger to to eat the pin to Takahashi and put him over even more that every match on night two mattered. Maybe four or five matches on night one mattered. Exactly. So yeah, I mean, as a, as a show night two overall show night two was much, much better than night one. I just felt like there were two matches on night two that were better than anything that I saw on, or I'm sorry on night one that I thought were better than anything I saw on night two. And I still the junior have title,
1: the, junior, the junior title match and the heavyweight title match.
0: <clears throat> yeah, okay. and I still and yeah and I mean the Naito White match I thought was really really good, but not up to those two. I don't even think it was as good as the as the Naito Okada match. It was I don't even think it was their best match together. White versus Naito. Um, well.
1: Like, well you know, as as I mentioned on Saturday, I kind of fell asleep during that one, so I would have to agree with you at least from what I saw. Um,
0: it was just, a great match.
1: Yeah, I thought. That, you know, but we, but I, you know, I loved their one at. Uh,
0: Dentaco. no. No Kobe um, uh,
1: at, yeah the, the destruction in Kobe.
0: And that to me, that might have been if I sat down and actually really went through and thought about it. That there's a strong possibility that could have been my match of the year. Um, cuz like i said that had story that leading in story leading out that had just a great performance by both guys not only character wise but in the ring wrestling wise that to me was almost a perfect match
1: right and i and i feel the same way i you know i i don't know and we we talked about this a couple weeks ago too but you know i mean i i don't know what my match of the year is but i mean that was that a well no i'm sorry i i do know the match of the year is cuz it's cody versus dustin but but that one's certainly up there in my top 5 for sure when yeah, it, and it's and, like and, I and, said, I'd have. And while and while currently, I think my top five would include White versus Naito. It's not it's definitely not going to be there by the end of the year.
0: So. Um. Well, because there's only five matches that really have mattered, I have to agree.
1: <laughs> right. And that, that was my point. Is that we've only had a few, ma- few a handful of matches this year, um, and so that's why it's it's currently in there. But it's not. It would. It probably wouldn't last that
0: long. Yeah, because right now I've got—I mean, in no particular order—but Darby Allen versus Cody, um, Takahashi Osprey Okada Ibushi, um, and Naito versus Okada will probably be my top four. And then it's a—it's kind of a throw away from there. Naito White, or if it's um, the uh, um, uh, Jericho Tanahashi, because that great match too.
1: You know, see that one I thought was a good match, but I didn't think it was a great match. I thought, I, I, I think I ended up giving that one like three and a half stars.
0: Look at kind of three real shows that we've watched, and this is there. There was there's not. I can't honestly at the, if we go through this at the end of the year, and the wrestling keeps up the way that it has been, I think Okada, Bushi there, and Takahashi Osprey will definitely be there. Otherwise, I don't know if any of the you know the top matches from these first three cards we've seen are are worthy of being match of the year. Right, but but the, but
1: this overall show.
0: this overall show definitely could be match, uh, and not just even if we're only going to go with off night two, but if we include night one, I can't see a, another event beating what Wrestle Kingdom put on this weekend. Um. Right. You know.
1: I. I I guess we have to talk about the later in the year whether you know whether we were going to take this as an oral one I don't think we can I don't think we can, we actually could just consider it to be one show because of the fact that there are so many guys that wrestled on both on both events.
0: Well, opponents. Randy know? Savage wrestled three times at Wrestle Kingdom or at WrestleMania.
1: That wasn't a, t- a tournament. though.
0: But I'm just saying, you know, e- essentially these were set up to kind of almost weirdly be like tournaments. Double, da- double gold dash match, that was clearly a tournament. And you could argue that the Moxley, Juice Robinson, Lance Ar- Vance Archer, Vance Archer, whatever we call it, Lance Archer um, thing was somewhat of a tournament. Those are yes, really so the only... I
1: argue about whether I really would believe that in my heart, I don't know.
0: No, I wouldn't believe it in my heart either. But you could definitely say that this double double gold dash um, was a tournament.
1: Right, but then you but then you also have Takahashi wrestling in a different match on the night. You have Liger wrestling in different matches on the night. Yeah, you know what? And That could actually be considered a tournament also because it was the last two matches. You know,
0: I mean, if you wanted to break it down, the the guys that re- wrestled on both nights wrestled with stakes, so it, it ended up kind. Of, yeah, I don't. Know. I don't. Know. We'll have to talk about it later on as we get through the year. But right now, I'm considering this one show. Just it just took two nights to do it.
1: The attendance, the attendance is kind of surprising to me. The fact that night uh, two had better had night one had better attendance than night two. Night, yeah, first, I noticed that too. Because night two we had the better, you know, we had the, we had the match been building for years, you know, for two years
0: now. And we, uh, we had, and had the better tennis, card, and we had we had the better overall card. We had the the main event. I mean, yeah, you're right. It is kind of surprising.
1: I mean, I, I suppose there's also, the, there's also the fact that, you know, one of them is known for being Wrestle Kingdom and the other, other night isn't. But.
0: Yeah, that's possible. Um, and also, I suppose, if, did they announce this last year? They did. That this is the way it was going to be?
1: Well, they announced that it was going to be two nights. They didn't announce it was to be <coughs> the, the double dash for the gold until, like, until after Ibushi won the title and said he wanted to wrestle for both championships.
0: Did they but did they announce that it was going to be two nights right away or did it take a few months? The, the reason I'm saying that is because you know there's people that um go to WrestleMania and that's their pay-per-view and they you know they pay for WrestleMania year in advance. Right. You know, so they and that might be all money they have. Maybe they do two shows because I'm sure these tickets weren't cheap. Right. So when when you sell out forty thousand and eight on night 1 you know a lot of those guy people they that was probably their bank for the year that's true so they could technically couldn't afford a night 2
1: yeah that's, but then but then you, you but then you also have to consider that that also would have like other boo? tickets for other people too you know
0: true so, where, that where, is where,
1: true you know, you know, if there, you know maybe there, maybe in the past there were some that you know that couldn't make it and, and would be able to now and and vice for, And you know, so I mean, really doing seventy thousand tickets in two days is nothing to sneeze at.
0: Go get your cup. All. No, no, it's not. But it's yeah, all hell's breaking loose in here right now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> nice need to call your son. Um, but but that's uh, it's so it's so you know surprising to me. That, I guess that that not. And, but no, they they didn't they did announce it to answer your question. They did, they did announce it last year that night, that it would be a two night event for this year okay
0: okay okay yeah so but like i said too i mean maybe a lot of the people that go to this go to it every year and they just all their bank was done they couldn't afford to go to night two but it is surprising to see history made like we were we were about to see you know the first ever co-holder of the top two championships and you would think that that night would outsell the first night
1: well, I know for sure that if I were flying over to, to Tokyo to go to Wrestle Kingdom, I would, you know, I, I would already I've already spent those plane tickets. I've already got my hotel room. I'm going to find a way to get that the tickets for the second show.
0: Oh, if I was flying over, I would have made sure I went to both. I, that would have I would done that before I even scored the tickets because there's no way I was going to fly to Tokyo unless I was going to both shows. Right.
1: I think I heard that there was very little walk-up ticket sales.
0: <laughs> really? So I wonder if just nice people was there was there any kind of weather on night two? That would have kept people away or something?
1: I, I don't know. I, I, but I but I do think that, you know, the, that Okada lay versus down. Naito didn't do the, the kind of walk-up ticket sales that they were expecting.
0: Mainly because maybe people were thinking like I was the night before. What's that, Arlo? Oh, does it? Okay, lay down. Um, Maybe a lot of people were thinking like I was, was this was just a way to crown Okada. You know, and protect the other two in the process. You know, we'd seen Naito lose so many times that it was just. I, I would my biggest fear was that Naito was not going to win this match. Yeah. And that was one of the things that I said on, you know, after night one was over is that that's what I'm afraid of. i I was afraid they were doing this just to give Okada that recognition. Turned out I was wrong and thankfully I was wrong. But, you know, maybe there's a lot of people that felt that way, too.
1: Did you were you one of the ones that cried when uh Naito won the championship?
0: No, dude, I haven't cried since the 80s. Okay. <laughs> I'm not, not going to start cuz a dude wins a championship, <laughs> especially a wrestling championship.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um yeah, quickly I mean, we should probably go over I love these cards, you know. I mean, I it, it's so great to have, you know, you know, uh, WrestleMania is wrestle wrestling Christmas for so many people and it was for me for so many years but but this is the real to me every year the real Wrestling Christmas. And I, and you know, so you know, so staying up to watch it, you know, was was kind of a blast and, and I do it every year but Having back in the back nights to
0: do it and having it on a weekend was kind of, you know, kind of cool this year. The, uh, um, you know, aftershock we did was a lot, lot more fun than I was even expecting. It was going to be fun, but it was more fun than I was even expecting. So it, that kind of rounded it out too. I really wish I could have done night two, but um, unfortunately, uh, tech- it's fine. technology, thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's like, it's like. The gods were trying to keep me from watching this match, too, because, you know, I couldn't get the app to work. And then the next day, we lost power for a couple of hours right as the match was starting. And then the app wouldn't load after that. And then tonight, the app crashed on me five times while I was trying to watch it.
1: Are you sure that you just you just hadn't been paying your um, are you sure that you're not you're telling the truth? And you, just, you hadn't been you'd been paying your power bill and you'd been paying your Wrestle Kingdom bill and
0: all that stuff. The sons of bitches keep taking them off of my card, so I better be paying it. <laughs> Quickly, we should probably talk about um, Hard to Kill. Since oh, this wow, was... It's been,
1: been almost minute, an hour, hasn't it? Jeez.
0: Yeah. Since this trouble. is... since Well, yeah, especially when you get angry at me.
1: I wasn't angry with you. I was frustrated at you. Because it, it
0: you it, didn't... Because <clears throat> you didn't understand where I was going with things and where my point of view was until I got it all aired out. And lately it takes me a while to air things out. It's all those extra roles. I see. <laughs> I think, I think if you'd been on my wavelength from the start, you would have saw it and it wouldn't have gotten you so frustrated.
1: Yeah. I mean, I mean, I didn't, like I said, I didn't realize that the, that the of thing kind of negated the, um, the storyline thing for
0: you you know it didn't negate the full storyline i think that the match itself wasn't on the same level and then when you factor that into losing because of the um because of the the kenta stuff the storyline wasn't as much about him overcoming okada as i think that that could have been anybody in the ring against him and it would have been a similar storyline and i,
1: and yeah, I totally he, disagree
0: He had his three matches against Okada over seven years, but that's just not, I I guess that's not, he hasn't had enough world titles. like Sonata would make more sense of of him having to overcome Okada to win the big one than Naito does at this point. Because Sonata's had, what, five matches in the last three years against Okada for the title?
1: Uh, Something like that, yeah.
0: So for him, that would make more sense because it's, it's been more Okada being his roadblock. Where Naito, it hasn't just been Okada that's been his roadblock. He's had so many other things getting in his way, including his own faction and his own mentality.
1: Well, that's why I was, that's why I was that's why I was so excited when Sonata beat Okada at G1 this year. You know, but but the thing is that you know it, it's been Okada not only being the roadblock for Naito, being the roadblock for him. At Wrestle Kingdom, that was the thing,
0: right? And it's so I, not. I, I don't it,
1: think Naito beating Omega or Naito beating White or Naito beating Ibushi or Naito beating Tanahashi even at Wrestle Kingdom would have meant as much as beating Okada there.
0: And and that's possibly true. And that and a lot of that speak not only because he's lost twice previously to Okada, but the fact that he um uh, that Okada is the stature of champion that he is. You know, Had Kota won it the night before and then lost to Naito, would that win have meant as much because he didn't get past the um, greatest heavyweight champion in the history of NJPW? Yes. It would have? Wait. <laughs> I think I confused myself. <laughs> it just it wouldn't have meant as much in the long. It had to be Okada that he beat because Okada is the top dog. And for him to be considered the top dog, he had to beat Okada not necessarily because Okada's beaten him so many times just because he had to beat Okada.
1: Yeah, I mean and and you know like a parallel from history would be kind of like, you know, if if the ultimate warrior had beaten Randy Savage at WrestleMania 6 instead of Hulk Hogan, would it would it have meant as much?
0: No, absolutely not.
1: Exactly. But beating him at WrestleMania 7 was fantastic. You know. So.
0: Right. Right. Was it seven or six?
1: He beat Hogan we, at six, and then he beat that he beat Savage at seven.
0: What was five? What was WrestleMania five then?
1: Hogan versus Savage.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, Mega Powers. Okay, all right. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It wouldn't. What, what it, I'm saying
1: though is like you know Hogan versus Warrior was very memorable for the you know for the double championships thing, and then and then honestly. The fact that Travis it WrestleMania seven is one of the greatest matches of all time ever anywhere.
0: And we could have, we could have gone out there and seen Naito versus, um, uh, Ibushi put on a, an instant classic that goes down as one of the greatest matches ever, but it wouldn't have meant as much because he didn't beat Okada. Exactly. Hi, him beating. And it's, you just basically made the same parallel. It, it, that's just the way it is without beating the top dog. Are you really the top dog? And Okada is the top dog.
1: I mean, is Rick Rick <coughs> Flair without beating Harley Race at Stargate '83?
0: Absolutely not. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he'd he'd held the title what six times before that, but no, he never would have become what he is without beating Harley Race.
1: No, that that was his third title right?
0: Was it third? I thought it, I thought he held it multiple times, a lot more than that before that.
1: No, he held the U.S. title like four times, and then the world title.
0: Okay. Before that, so. Maybe that's where I'm getting. Okay, yeah, he had six titles, but not. All oh, the heavyweight title. Okay. But yeah, so Naito, I mean, Naito has been the top dog before, but he's never beaten Okada on the big stage. And I, I get where you're coming from with that being. I just don't, I don't think that they packed that storyline together enough to to make it be that it had to be Okada. Other than the fact that it wouldn't have meant as much if it had been, you know, somebody lesser than Okada.
1: And I think Okada has just been his roadblock all all along, kind of like Tanahashi was always Okada's roadblock.
0: Yeah, except for, yeah, that was different, though, because we talked about that on on Monday night, too. He had nowhere to fall. When Okada was losing the titles to Tanahashi, he stayed up there as Tanahashi's equal, where Naito and even Jay White, for that matter, had both fallen to the mid-card.
1: Right, but I mean, even when, even every time Wrestle Kingdom came around, you know Tanahashi beat him like three straight times in the main event of Wrestle Kingdom, and, and then finally Okada beat him.
0: But it it made more. Uh, I don't I don't know how I'm trying to word this, but two out of three years, I think,
1: it, not three straight years, two out of three years, because that because that other year it was when uh, Tanahashi faced. Shinsuke in the main event for the Intercontinental title and, and that was the other thing about Naito is, is the first time he got a shot for the world title at Wrestle Kingdom, the fans voted it to not be the main event Right So it's, yeah, it's, it's redemption all the way around
0: <clears throat> so. I mean, well, and it is for him too, is just because you know he had all the issues, and I love the fact that he, he kind of showed a new part of himself by not doing what everyone expected and throwing the Intercontinental title away you know when he basically said i'm carrying these two titles into the future and you know he's good they're they're both going to be depend- defended they're not going to just eliminate one of them and combine the two this isn't like an undisputed type champion type thing so there's the intercontinental title is going to be defended and more than likely i'm guessing against kenta and kenta's probably going to take it that way they keep kenta's build going and they get the title off of naito and something that's somewhat believable
1: well, I'm glad they're both being defended. It's, it's kind of like when... Uh, well, it's not kind of like It's exactly like when Jay Lethal won the World Championship as a TV champion. He had to defend both belts, sometimes on both nights. Sometimes both nights. Yeah, and,
0: night. and Rollins did that, too, when he had the Night of Champions thing.
1: That's right, he did.
0: He held two titles, and he defended them back-to-back nights, too. So, so quickly, um, go through a hard-to-kill card here. Um, I don't know, Have you looked it over yet? I'm looking it I'm a little disappointed because, again, there's just too much ECW on here. But those top three matches I'm kind of looking forward to. Well, okay. Three of the top four matches I'm kind of looking forward to.
1: There's too much ECW on here. There's only two ECW guys on here.
0: All right, too much old people on here. That's Ken Shamrock too.
1: But, but you know what? At least they're all in singles matches and, and they're all against younger talent. You
0: know? And they're all you know Curtain Jerker matches. It's not any of them are placed near the top of the card. At least I well, hope not. the way not. it's
1: listed right now but I mean I would guess that Brian Cage versus Michael Elgin will be, will be somewhere near the top of the card. You think? Yeah it's got Brian Cage in it.
0: Well it's Brian Cage versus Rob Van Dam.
1: I mean, this really is kind of a, I mean, this really is, if you look at the card top to bottom, it's kind of got, like, their top guys all, all on this card.
0: Yeah, it's not bad at all. Eddie Edwards versus Elgin, that'll be a decent match. I, Rob Van Dam just is annoying. Rhino still has it, so I'm okay with watching Moose. I don't, I haven't seen enough out of Shamrock to think that he should even be in that match. Again, though, there's certain people that are missing, like, where's the golden draw? Where's the rest, rest of the Rascals?
1: Yeah, I know. I mean, I mean even, tra- those two, even those two teams were against each other, I'd be happy. Like, you know, get rid of Shamrock versus Fulton and put, and put OBE versus the Rascals.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, we've got Trey versus Ace Austin, which obviously that feud's been building for a while. But the other two Rascals should be on here, and so should um, OVE. And neither one of them are. Instead, we get we could have had a tag match with um, Moose and and Fulton against Rhino and Shamrock.
1: No, I'm good with my Moose versus Rhino. I just think Shamrock and Fulton don't need to be on the. But
0: card. if if they had to get him on the card, that you know the. But yeah. I, I'm I mean the Ace Austin Trey Miguel match is going to be great. I can't wait to see another Sammy versus Tessa. For some reason, that's just they, they just have magic together. Eddie Edwards, Michael Elgin will be fun. The North, I just hope they don't take the titles off for Rich Swan and Willie Mack. Yeah, me too. Both those guys.
1: You you saw the match where they got the title shot, right?
0: Yeah, and you know what's funny? Um, When I was watching that match, I was actually laughing because lately they have been making Rich Swan a similar type of character to the way that they uh, have been making Scorpio Sky. Where he's overcoming all the odds and he's outperforming himself and, and, you know, all this stuff. It's It's been a very similar story to what Scor- Scorpio Sky has been going through.
1: And yet, you know what, I've been, I've bought it a lot more with Rich Swan than I have with Scorpio Sky.
0: And I'm not a Rich Swan fan, so I had a hard time.
1: Well, neither am I, but I mean, he's, but I'm getting to, I'm getting there. I mean, it was, it was his first match. The first time I started really liking him was that match he had against um, uh, Johnny Nitro. For Johnny Impact, for the, we were
0: calling oh, for the um, for the X title, right? Yeah, yeah, that was a good match.
1: And you know, and you know, I think I think he's been he's been slowly growing in my eyes since then. Um,
0: uh, he you know, had, I'm, he I'm, had a few. I'm... Go ahead. Go, no, you go ahead.
1: No, go. I was going to move on. So you go ahead and go.
0: He had he had a few decent matches in NXT. He had a few decent matches on Two Hundred Five Live, and you know he had some good stuff in MLW. But I haven't liked him at all in Impact yet. But you're right that uh, him against uh, Johnny Impact was a really good match.
1: See, and I felt like in NXT that he he wasn't over, and his matches weren't over, and his style wasn't over. His his theme song was over.
0: But he still put on decent matches, regardless of how over he was. I suppose he was. Yeah. He was still decent in the ring. Actually, no I didn't watch
1: 205 Live, so I guess I can't really argue with I,
0: I watched it a lot when um, uh, Pac was there, only because I really liked him. I, after, after he left, I kind of got off the bandwagon.
1: Yeah, I just felt like Rich Swan. the only thing I really knew about him was, can you handle this?
0: So. Yeah.
1: Um, what I'm disappointed in on this show is really that ODB's in that Knockouts Championship match.
0: That's why I quickly course-corrected and said the top four matches I'm excited about. Gotcha. I hate when... I. That's the one thing I'm really not liking about Impact is that they're bringing in too many of the uh, people that were great 10 years ago, 20 years ago, and putting them into big-time spots.
1: Even leaving that aside, though, I would much rather have the, the, the championship match be one-on-one. You know, Taya Valkyrie versus Jordan Grace. Taya... As far as I know, she's wrestling without a contract right now, and because I think it was at the end, at the end of the year, and you know I would much rather see Jordan Grace beat her one on one rather than the title changing hands in a triple threat match.
0: Yeah, because it's well, and didn't Taya doesn't Taya have two more people kind of breathing down her neck? Madison rain. and who is that other chick that are going to get a title match if uh, if Taya comes out of this still holding the belt?
1: Okay, yeah, I, I suppose that's true. But, you know, and what I really don't want to happen, though, is that is that, you know, this long title reign from Taya Valkyrie ends up ODB beating her with
0: the championship. Yeah, that's going to... At least she can take it on tour with her food truck. <laughs> you can... You got hot dog in a picture of the champ.
1: Yeah, I'm actually looking that up right now because I I I really would be surprised if Taya Valkyrie re-signed with, with TNA, with Impact, I should say.
0: Well, I don't see why she, she would. would.
1: Consider that, consider that her husband is you know
0: about to take over nxt oh
1: is he wrestling on NXT? now
0: i think That's what i heard i don't see why he would but it wouldn't surprise me either
1: well i mean has he actually debuted there is what i was asking
0: no he hasn't debuted yet not that i've seen anyway or heard i'm sure ryan would have told me if he debuted
1: I'm not finding anything with stating that she has a, she's better at all right now.
0: I'm not looking, so. Yeah.
1: But I mean, that that is a bit of a from you I think that you know I think that if she drops the title, it should be a one-on-one match. And if she doesn't, and if she drops the title in triple threat and it's to ODB, who does that actually help? You know.
0: Yeah, I think if it, but I don't know that Jordan Grace is really the right person to beat her either. Although Jordan Grace is really over, isn't she?
1: Well, I look at when I look at anybody else on that roster, the only other person that that really should beat her would be Tessa Blanchard, and Tessa's above that championship right now.
0: Which is kind of hurting in the long run cuz I'm afraid Tessa's going to end up winning this match and then dropping it right away back to Sammy. I just I I have this really odd feeling that they're going to pull that gimmick match out and they're going to throw it on Tessa for a couple of weeks to get the feel good moments, and then Salmon's going to win it back. And, and that
1: just—that's
0: go just going to defeat the whole purpose of of a monumental moment like that.
1: Yeah, I mean that's, that's certainly possible. You know, I, I would, rest, I would rather that then he holds onto it here in the Tessa. Oh, I would too. Gets it, you know, gets it like maybe six months to a year down the line. Um, the other thing that's winning in this match to me with the Knockouts division is they've been building this line with with Susie and um, Jessica Havoc for so many weeks now, and they're nowhere to be seen on this card.
0: Yeah, they're not. And neither is Rosemary. Because right. she was a big part of that, too.
1: Yes. Yes, they are.
0: Because that would have been a good spot for a triple threat between the three of them.
1: That triple threat I, I could have handled.
0: Much more than this title match. Because that, yeah, you're right, that's a story that's been building for a while and Rosemary keep get, keeps getting involved in it, so that one would make sense.
1: Right, because Rosemary's trying to tell her not to listen to, you know, to the Sinister Minister.
0: Right, but everyone wants to listen to Sinister Minister. Well,
1: he's got a rhyming name, how could you not?
0: He did bring in Mortis. He Wait, was has, it?
1: Yes, yes he did. But he did bring he brought he brought an abyss, so he made up for that.
0: Well, but Mortis ended up becoming a great was was he the one that brought Mortis to WCW? Yeah he was. Yeah, and you can't argue with Chris Canyon. Being one of of the all time you
1: can because you know the new thing is who better than Cage?
0: Well, Chris Canyon.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Not anymore. (laughs) He's dead now.
0: Yeah, but come on, he was he was a him and Shane Helms, and both of them are two guys that are absolute innovators. They revolutionize. You, you want to talk about Rob Van Dam. Oh, I invented all these moves. No, dude, the only thing you ever invented was kicking a chair into somebody's face. You want to look at innovators? Look at Chris Canyon and Shane Helms. Those guys were innovators. Look at uh, uh, the guy in Ring of Honor. I can't think of his name right now. Um, Alex Shelley, another innovator. Those are, those are innovators, not Rob Van Dam. So, yeah, yeah, that story. story. Yeah, Frankie has, too. There's a lot of... Future Shock DDT was his before Drew McIntyre stole it.
1: Who better than Cage? Zombie Canyon.
0: (laughs) Who better than Cage? Well, I just named four guys. But hey, that's, and see, that's another thing that's really gotten on my nerves. Never mind this whole pothead smoking Rob Van Dam, um, I'm the greatest guy ever thing. But the fact that he's out there shouting, everybody stole my moves. No, dude, seriously, the only thing you did in ECW and WWE and Impact was kick people in the face with a chair. That's really the only thing he ever invented. Well, I think Everything I think else was the split-legged
1: moonsault and the uh, the Rolling Thunder. That's but that's pretty much all I can think of that he ever.
0: Well, the did. Rolling Thunder, the split split-legged moonsault um, uh, CD was doing for years before Rob Van Dam.
1: I don't think I've ever seen C- CD do an actual split-legged moonsault.
0: I'm trying to think.
1: Now, we're, now, when his legs are actually split, or split over under to the top rope the way that Rob Van Dam.
0: Okay, wrote. yeah, you're right. He does he does that bouncing one, but not the split-legged. They call it a split-legged, but it's not. But so okay, so yeah, he and but he also invented the coast to coast.
1: That's true. He did invent that.
0: Which is kicking a chair into somebody's face.
1: Yeah, but from from twenty feet away, that's pretty cool.
0: And and the van Terminator, he invented that.
1: The van Terminator is the coast to coast. No, no, the van Daminator?
0: Maybe I don't know.
1: The van Daminator, All is I he know goes the chair at the guy, and the guy catches him and he kicks him in the face. The van Terminator is the coast to coast
0: Free kicks. Him. A chair to the guy's face. See a theme here? None of these moves are duplicated unless you're Shane McMahon trying it.
1: That is very true.
0: So if we're going to look at innovators of Everybody offense. They
1: stole my moves by watching me do them. They stole them with their eyes, man.
0: And not one of them. It's, it's funny because he's out there talking to Brian Cage. I already know what to expect because you do all. My-. No, he doesn't. He does nothing that Rob Van Dam has ever done. Ryan Cage is a complete freak and does nothing that R V D did. He does more things that Alex Shelley did than our, than Rob Van Dam did.
1: He does more things that that AJ Styles does than
0: than, than oh, Rob yeah. Van Dam. Yeah. Yeah, another offense is AJ Styles, another guy that, you know, has created a lot of moves throughout time. Yep. You know, so I mean there's five guys that are who better than Cage. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Definitely better than Rob Van Dam. So I don't know that 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 whole Rob Van Dam storyline's is just annoying as all hell. I really did like watching Rhino um gore moose just out of the blue a couple weeks ago on Impact. Um so I, I'm okay with Rhino still and I have a newfound love for Eddie Edwards again that I thought I'd lost. But after watching that Ring of Honor ninth anniversary show, that dude is good.
1: So, watching him back when he, when he, when he uh,
0: actually wrestled really
1: as good as people thought he was good, made you appreciate him more these days.
0: Because he doesn't wrestle anymore. What do you his mean crazy, anymore? his crazy gimmick has just turned into a um, Tommy Dreamer type, going out there and beating people up with chairs and kendo sticks. And
1: no, he still does technical.
0: Does he? Okay, I guess I haven't seen it in a while. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway,
1: why you why you are everybody Whatever
0: can listen to us at. Guys, uh, check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash Honor. I'm going to do a preview show today, but uh, we had so much to talk about with Wrestle Kingdom and this show that we didn't turn this into another two-and-a-half-hour show like the last couple have been. So we're going to um, probably do that next week since you're not going to be able to watch Hard to Kill. Uh, i don't know we'll have to talk about it but you know go to patreon.com check out our our exclusive shows check out our archives um all of it uh, is uh, for a small nation that does help out this show continue to continue this greatness that you've just listened to (laughs) um also, you got. I'm at Regi Coop. He's at Zanman L-O-P. Use hashtag DAD and hashtag KOH to find us. Um, easiest way to find us is that way. And of course, our YouTube channel, YouTube.com/slash King of Honor, where you can listen to this show. Um, or if we ever do anything exclusive, you can hear that on there as well. You can go to that and uh, hit the like buttons, hit the subscribe button, get those numbers up for us, so that we can start doing some live shows on there as well.
1: You know, I, I just. Uh as you were talking, I just was scrolling through, and I saw your your tweet saying that Aquatic should go back to using Heavy Rain as a finisher because it's more impressive. And I totally agree. You know, that heavy heavy that Heavy Rain Brainbuster style move is a, a lot more impressive than well, you know, it, the, the Rainmaker as a finisher. It, it's imp- I was going to explain forward, that. You
0: know, I was going to explain that to Ryan too. It looks like an AA, except he turns it into a Brainbuster at the end. Right. It's a much much better move, and I really wish he'd go back to using that instead of uh, instead of the Rainmaker.
1: I mean, the rainmaker. I think you know, it works well simply because you know, there's so many different ways to counter it. And right. So it, so it helps build drama. But as far as actually finishing off a match, I'm not a big fan of it.
0: Rainmaker would be a good setup move for heavy rain.
1: Yeah, agreed. And with that, um, you can listen to all the other LP Radio shows here. On Wednesday, we have a we have a double dip for you as, as usual with with uh, Sports Entertainment is Dead, followed by Jeff and I with our live reaction on Dynamite After Dark to AEW Dynamite. On Thursday, we'll be MLOP Radio Adventure. On Friday, The Right Side of the Pond. Then we'll be back with you next Monday to probably talk about New Year's Dash and then also um, talk about uh, possibly Ring of Honor's ninth anniversary show.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Depending on how we feel. Indeed. It'll eventually get on at least Patreon, just so you know.
1: That's all we've got. We'll try to do better next time. This is Shane saying Long Days and Nights. And Jeff saying... Goodbye. G1 Climax
0: 27. Goodbye. And good night. Bang.